Okay, this is Jeff Sekarik. I'm back with podcast number two. And today I want to give you a handful of tips that I believe will put you ahead of 90% of your peers when it comes to preparing for the type of emergency that we could well have thrown at us before the end of the year. If we look at not just event 201, but films, movie, TV, the 2010 Rockefeller document, in their own way, these psychopaths that rule the earth have been telling us for a long time what they're going to do to us, and now they're doing it. So I see one of their alleged leaders is already out and about making the rounds talking about event or or pandemic number two could take the form of a bioterror attack. So given their past history, I think we would be negligent and irresponsible if we didn't take that seriously. So here's just a quick list of a couple things you can do that I've done that will put you far ahead of your peers in terms of preparedness. Number one is get out of the city if at all possible. I live three hours from the nearest big city And I've got just a small piece of cheap land and a small cabin on it that I put together for $3,000. I think in the U.S. you could probably get that done still for under 10 reasonably. And if you don't have the money for all of it, do what you can with what you've got. Outfit your vehicle to live out of for three to four weeks. And see if you can get a cheap piece of land between three and six hours from uh, uh, the big city, if that's where you're at. Think about things also that are going to maintain value if things get ugly out there. If they keep printing money like crazy, I don't think the U.S. is going to be the first country in world history to maintain its dollar value uh, while they're $25 trillion in debt and printing money like crazy. So think about gold, silver, land, food, water, weapons. That's pretty much about it in terms of what's going to maintain its value. So there is a good website, simplesolarhomesteading.com. And uh, the guy Lamar, he's done a really good job. He put together his uh, solar cabin for under $5,000. I think that was six or seven years ago, but you can probably still get it done depending on where you are in the country for under 10. So go to simplesolarhomesteading.com, and he's got also a good YouTube channel called Solar Cabin, and that'll give you some ideas about what you need to do. Leave the city if at all possible. Number two is get yourself into better shape than you were in high school. I did this quite a long time ago for a couple of different reasons. Number one is I was a drug addict and I saw that if I continued what I was doing, I wasn't going to live much longer. Number two is I just had the feeling, a gut level feeling, that the way Western man has been living for all these years just can't continue. So now at the age of 52, I'm probably in better shape than I was at 22. How do you do that? First off, get rid of the drugs, junk food, and TV. Start getting rid of the stuff that causes the problem in the first place. Also, reach for fruits and vegetables before anything else. If that's all you did, 
you'd be in far better shape from the inside out in just a couple of weeks than you are right now. Do an hour's worth of calisthenics at dawn. I've done this every day for well over a decade, and it doesn't have to be fancy. Just alternate between sets of squats, push-ups, crunches, pull-ups, and jumping jacks, and put some of your favorite music on while you're doing that. The time will go by quickly. You'll get to a point where you'll enjoy it. And a big reason for that is you'll be releasing from your pituitary, natural human growth hormone, which has been pretty much linked to every youthful biomarker that you can think of. More muscle, less fat, greater sex drive, thicker skin, better condition of hair and nails, deeper sleep, more energy, all of that has been linked to human growth hormone. And how do you release human growth hormone? Vigorous exercise. So start doing that for an hour each day at dawn, and you'll give yourself a huge advantage over everybody else and get a good start to your day. Drink water before anything else. Cut the beer, soda, anything else except maybe herbal tea. Get rid of everything else. Drink water. Get plenty of fresh air and sunlight. And you do that little list of things right there. Within just a few weeks, you're going to notice a huge difference in your overall health and energy. So number one was leave the city. Number two, get yourself into better shape than you were in high school. Number three is disobey evil wherever you can. Get rid of the mask. Do not obey the lockdown. Do not, do not accept any kind of toxic injection. Ignore the social distancing. Now, of course, unless you're in a large group of people, you're probably not going to want to stand out and make yourself a target if you see that there's a bunch of cops walking around monitoring people. So obviously, I would say at this point, be judicious until we can get the numbers of people to openly defy evil. For example, if you're getting your food at this point, not from your garden, but from a, a superstore, you might have to wear the mask while you're in there. But does that mean you have to wear it the rest of the day everywhere you go? Probably not. So do the best you can to disobey all of their orders for most of the day. Number five is get yourself a, an EMF blocker and location blocker that covers your smartphone. Either that or just leave it at home. Where I'm at, they're already in, introducing these applications, which can be used for pretty much whatever they want, to track and trace you. They could be used to monitor who, you, who you've bumped into that, that allegedly tested, by, tested positive for a phony disease. So I don't want to be in the position where <clears throat> some police knock on the door and say, hey, you bumped into so-and-so who tested positive. You need to go into quarantine for two weeks. To avoid that happening, get, an, get a, a location and EMF blocker that blocks the harmful radiation and does not allow your phone to be traced. So there's one I just saw here. I'm probably going to order this tomorrow. Silent-pocket.com. 
it's not the only one out there, but it's just an example of what we should probably be doing with the smartphones. Either that or just leave it at home while you're out and about. Number six is raise, raise the collective consciousness of the masses wherever you can. Jeff Berwick, who has a good, uh, good website, dollarvigilante.com, and he's still got a YouTube channel up, although they're, they're disappearing his videos like crazy. <clears throat> he's got a free flyer up at dollarvigilante.com slash flyer, which basically breaks down the entire scam that, uh, <clears throat> that the killer virus from hell is. Download that flyer. Put it in people's mailboxes, leave it in public places, put it out wherever you can, hand it out wherever you can. If all of us did nothing but that, very quickly we could get this information out to a lot of people. So on his flyer, it basically gives a kind of a brief breakdown of the scam and then it directs the person to get a free ebook that gives them even more information on the killer virus from hell scam. So if you do that, that brief list of things, you will put yourself far ahead of where you are right now and ahead of most of your peers. I'd also say what I've been saying for quite a few years now, and that is read the poem If upon rising each morning and before you go to bed. If you haven't read that poem, I'm going to read it here in a second. So let me just briefly recap recap the uh, the list here. Number one, leave the city if at all possible. Number two, get yourself into better shape than you were in high school. Number three, disobey evil. Number four, get around like-minded people. If I didn't say that before, get around the type of people that know that there's something wrong with the official story at a bare minimum and are open-minded to look at preparedness, and uh, a different way of looking at the world. Number five, get yourself a radiation and EMF blocker for your smartphone. And finally, raise the collective consciousness by putting uh, putting out flyers and talking to anybody that looks like they could have an open mind. If you do that, if all of us do that, Hopefully, we'll be able to reach the type of numbers that will not allow this pandemic, too, to take place, or, or for sure, we just will not accept it when they come at us with some of this uh, draconian legislation that we're seeing right now. So all of that, and uh, as I said, read the poem, If, Upon Rising and Before You Go to Bed. I'll do that right now. And feel free to comment in the comments section on Twitter or send me a message. And uh, let me know if you've got any other, any other uh, suggestions on preparing yourself for the possible worst. Hopefully that's not going to happen, but we need to be prepared just in case. So here we go. If by Kipling. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies. 
We're being hated, don't give way to hating, and yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two impostors just the same, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop and pick them up with worn-out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss, and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they're gone, and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings nor lose the common touch, if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but none too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and which is more, you'll be a man, my son. Thank you, folks. Comment away. See you next time.